The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to The Second Stage with your hosts, Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here is Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. Welcome, everybody, to The Second Stage. Hey, Jeff, I want to talk to you about some passion for possibilities, like, you know, the passion that the Cleveland Browns had to possibly uh, overtake the uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers which is you know as you know rarely 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 happens yeah you know I think it's unfortunate that you didn't tip your hand before the show started we we're on on the sh- show where I could have you know my defense mechanisms up you know but uh, I can't I can't think of one possible statistic that I could use to refute the horrible horrible outcome uh, of yesterday's game other than the fact that Roethlisberger is like twenty-one and two against us, but uh, against the mighty, yeah. but other than that, you know, it's all what happened uh, recently. Anyways, I just, I just thought because you know, it just that that entrepreneurial will to never give up, Jeff. It's that passion for possibilities. I thought I'd just you know bring that up. So, anyways, um, you know, well, if, uh, you threw me off there. Of an it's normally, do, I normally do passion for possibilities at the end of the show. So you, th- well, I I'm thought not you were going to give me a little of that mojo in early. Beginning in the end, baby. Beginning in the end. Anyhow, All right, so welcome everybody. Um, welcome everybody. Yes, glad to have everybody on the show. And uh, Brent, I have to admit, I'm dragging a little bit today. I pulled one of those entrepreneurial all-nighters last night. That uh, one of these days um, I need to um, uh, stop doing. You know, Jeff, as uh, as all entrepreneurs, you know, we just you, you got to get stuff done, and uh, you, we have, uh, as you know, what you've been working very hard on getting our uh, kind of the, the launch of our fun three going, and uh, and that it's uh, we got some timetables, and you lived, or, well, you, you've got some stuff you had to get done, and uh, you uh, <laughs> got some stuff that you had to get done, and you and you got it done, most importantly. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. It's uh, even if the body uh, can't continue to take uh, the the blows, um, my mind says I can still do it. So uh, anyway, I am on uh, 24 ounces of Red Bull, which is where my doctor says I need to stop. That's my ceiling. And uh, so now I'm trying to rehydrate with some fluids. Most doctors really, you know, it depends on what doctor you talk to. So maybe if you could find a different doctor, it would give you some different advice. Anyhow. <laughs> give, me a, give me a higher ceiling. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I was, was, last show was uh, was Mark Winters, right? 
Yeah, Mark, uh, the visionary integrator. It takes both to grow a company. Uh, Mark is a uh, certified entrepreneurial operating system implementer, and can uh, which can be found at www.eosworldwide.com. And you can find Mark on LinkedIn, which I did since our last show. Uh, and I, I once again, you know. Talking with Mark reinforces my belief that that's a great system. Uh, it's a system uh, that our listeners know that that we use here at Evolution, as do all of our partner companies. And um, the only hitch, the only hitch to making sure that it works is that the leadership within the organization embraces it. And if they embrace it, what, is, what do we say, Brian? If Sony embraces it, it always works. It always exactly works. Right. That is exactly but, right. But how often do they embrace it, Jeff? You know, I don't know what? Statistic. I just see if you'd pull that one out of your. Uh, yeah, I was call. actually going to defer to you as the uh, the <laughs> expert of the two of us in EOS. Uh, uh, and I don't know if you know that answer. Uh, I am talking to a business owner right now that has all the symptoms of somebody that needs EOS. I bring it to their attention and immediately they're like, I don't have time to take on something new. And it's my response is you don't have time to not take this on because it's going to solve all your problems very, very quickly. So very, anyway, I think we, we've had that, we've had that conversation. Actually, I'm excited about the, uh, the, uh, the guest today. It, it uh, seems to uh, embrace as we tend to find people that, uh, you know, that has some sim- similar thoughts and uh, different, different concept, different spin on it. So uh, I'm excited to, uh, to talk to Eric Wagner later. Yeah, hey, Jeff, well, I'm trying, it, trying to steal all your thunder. I'm just trying to take yeah, everything say, you've man, got you're on your like, to do You're totally out of order. You're doing passion for possibilities in the first yeah. segment. You start talking about last episode Ooh. and I'm talking yeah. about this episode. You didn't see that I, one coming. Yeah, I really did not. You're kind of taking the bull by the horns today. I know why you like Eric, because in the description that we have of Eric, it says dedicated lifelong entrepreneur for over 30 years. So we're going to see if he has the same um, uh, uh, characteristics that… Lack of uh, focus? Lack of focus? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't say shiny object. Did someone say shiny object? Because I'm a good. But I'm gonna. I'm becoming an expert in the field of of uh, diagnosing an entrepreneur, and uh, I'll see if I can uh, see see that here. But uh, Eric Wagner is a founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy. www.mightywisemedia.com, uh, which is a uh, accelerator. Uh, so if you're an entrepreneur eager to take your idea or product out to the marketplace, are you wondering where you can turn and perhaps if a startup accelerate can uh, maybe the answer, this is the show for you. Uh, Mr. Wagner uh, is one of these nice things. We're on his website. The first thing he says is he's a blessed husband and father with a loving wife and beautiful daughters. I think that's very nice. And if you go to his website, he talks about how important his wife is uh, to being and, and really anybody's spouse uh, and family unit is to being a successful entrepreneur. He lives an area called Mountain of Sisters, which I've never heard before, next to the hottest entrepreneurial town in America, Bend, Oregon, which I have heard of and have not been to. Uh, second, as I pointed out earlier, he's a dedicated lifelong entrepreneur for over 30 years, having done multiple startups, acquisitions, and successful exits, ranging from tech to sports nutrition to lifestyle businesses. Mr. Wagner is the founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy. 
helping entrepreneurs build great companies. He is also a contributing writer on Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazine, writing about the core principles and secrets of entrepreneurship. To be released soon is his new book, Walk Through Fire, How to Rise Up, Face the Inferno, and Build the Business of Your Dreams. Um, you know, I, those are all things that I can sign up for, to be honest with you. So I'm anxious to hear what, what uh, Eric has to say. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. I, uh, you know, and, and it's 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 neat because when you dig a little deeper, we'll find out that you know that there's there's uh, even you know he obviously is looking at some companies a little earlier stage, but he's really uh, kind of talking about a lot of the same things we talk about and really building that foundation to uh, to grow. So it's it's a uh, it's pretty neat. Anyway, Jeff, as you know, I, uh, I last uh, last week is it last week already? My God, last week already. The uh, EO had uh, the regional conference here in Cleveland. EO Thrive. That was pretty pretty doggone neat. Yes, um, and I wanted to congratulate you on um, on being a keynote speaker at Thrive. Uh, I understand it went very well. I unfortunately, even though Evolution was a sponsor of the event, I was not allowed to go because I'm not a part of that. Mess. I was afraid of the heckling. I was afraid of the heckling, <laughs> honest to God. So I just, I really just couldn't have anybody that I knew would uh, would make fun of me. So I, I pretty much xed out, xed you off the invitation list, Jeff, by in, intentionally. I got it. Got it. Well, I would have been friendly because you were up there uh, for for evolution also, which uh, and uh, you introduced uh, a very important concept, which I'll give you a moment to to uh, to talk about the five pillars of business success. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we've obviously talked about this in prior uh, uh, radio shows that uh, you know that you you and I and Evolution fundamentally believe that uh, business owners that are up and running and established and have you know that kind of twenty to forty and you know obviously varies depending upon the business, but twenty to forty employees uh, that fundamentally if they if they get five things in their business that it would it'll free up the time and capital they need to 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 figure out what the uh, what the business the company can truly become and uh, you know one is financials one is planning. Uh, one is a culture of transparency and a culture of accountability. And so I know you and I differ on how we, we tend to kind of look at this in the sense of when the people kick in. But fundamentally, if you have great financials, you can attract better people. If you have a better plan, you can attract better people. If you have a culture of transparency, you can attract better people. If you have a culture of accountability, you can attract better people. So people is the fifth pillar. And fundamentally, we feel like if you can get those five things in there in your business, you can work on your business uh, and not necessarily in your business. And so that's what the uh, – the evolutionary uh, pitch was all about in the presentation. And the time and money are the things that you save, which are the two things you can't get back. Exactly. Those are the two things you can invest, Jeff. Time yep. and money in some way, that, shape, or form. That is that is exactly right. Uh, before you go much farther, I do want to remind everyone that each week we want to provide actionable advice and have you continue the dialogue through comments and questions on our blog at evolutioncp.com. We want to hear what works and what does not work. We want to create a true community of entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs. And you can also email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Uh, and I have to acknowledge, I, it's not, apparently I made a mistake. Um, Another one? My yeah, I know. Okay. Just not, it's only my first one on air so far. Uh, okay. There'll be others, uh, but that's the whole entrepreneurial way, as Jim Collins says. The opposite side of failure is growth, right? So like I'm growing. That. I'm growing here. You as grow a, a lot. <laughs> you get to grow a lot. That's awesome. <laughs> well, our producer uh, texted me, Barbara Hernandez. Uh, she is listening uh, from a remote site. 
that I apparently had called Mighty Wise an accelerator, and it's not an accelerator. He interviews an accelerator in the article that we had uh, re- studied when approaching Eric about being on our show. So I apologize if I said that because I, I have uh, – anyway, I, I prepared. I studied. It would have been, been a whole lot more fun if Eric would have corrected you, though, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know if I want to grow that much, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, okay, good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, unless you've got anything uh, intelligence to say, uh, which is... Uh, way to throw in the intelligent yeah, thing. I, I had a lot to say, and then all of a sudden, bam, took all away my material. That's well, I right. just threw in a very high standard there that you're yeah. not used to. Um <laughs> As always, Brent and I want to thank our sponsors, McGladry uh, LLP. They're a leading provider of assurance, tax, and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities. Uh, and like most sponsors, uh, they have been wonderful to us and uh, not only at Evolution but in sponsoring uh, activities like this. Uh, activities that they know we're passionate about and spreading best practice to uh, second stage companies and entrepreneurs alike. Um, And with that, we are going to take a break from the first segment of the second stage. And when we come back, we'll be with our guest, Eric Wagner, founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy, www.mightywisemedia.com. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, people are working to transform themselves, their futures, and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn. To stay ahead of the game in business, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and your organization. With Nancy's experience and that of her guest experts, you'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention, live every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. In sales, are you a lion or a vulture? Lions don't wait, they just go for it. Vultures hang around until the lions are finished and just pick up the scraps. How can you set yourself apart as a lion? Join the other aspiring sales lions and listen to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with host Ty Maynard. You'll learn the tips and strategies of top sales professionals. You'll gain more clients at a faster rate and at higher margins. If you're a sales professional, business owner, or executive, listen in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, 
Call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show, The Second Stage. This is Jeff Kablik, and I have my partner, Brendan Anderson, uh, sitting right here as well. Uh, like any forum, this show will be more effective and powerful if folks contribute their experiences and ideas. We invite you to continue the discussion from each week's show on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com. And you can also email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Uh, this week's show guest is Eric Wagner, founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy, which can be found at www.mightywisemedia.com. And uh, uh, the sh- today's show title is Startup Accelerators, What Do They Really Provide? Welcome to the show, Eric. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys having me. Yep. We're, we're you know, Eric, uh, I actually was going to let Brendan start chatting, but I wanted to comment uh, on the you fact that – wanted to get some word I, in between here and there? Yeah, I wanted, to re- <laughs> I wanted to remark that I thought it was very nice that you had nice things to say about your your wife and your daughters on your website and that they were an important part of your support group as an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. You know, I thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, I've been doing uh, entrepreneurship for 30, over 30 years. And, uh, you know, so I'm you know, at the age of 50 and, and recognizing what is most valuable after spending probably 20 years of my life uh, focused on chasing, you know, the big dollar and, and success just for the uh, achievement purposes. And and so having kind of a lot of gray hair now, I can... Uh, you know, I can honestly say that uh, you know my wife and my family and our my uh, children are are really the most important thing for me. And everything that we do, and everything that I do, I believe uh, revolves around that first. So, thank you for that. That's great. Um, tell me, Eric. Obviously, you have a lot of knowledge. You said thirty years as an entrepreneur. Maybe tell tell us about how you how you got to where you were where you are and and why you why you started the business. Yeah, you know what, the most, the most um, recent business, Mighty Wise Media. <laughs> yeah, so I've actually um, I've started multiple businesses over my 30-plus years. Uh, first one was at uh, age 14. I think I was just born into you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur and wanting to own my own business. And uh, after you know, multiple years of, of doing it and starting multiple businesses in different industries, um, addressing different customer segments and different pain points, you know, I just finally sat down one day with, uh, with my wife and said, you know, I think that uh, the time has come where I just really want to give back. I just want to uh, pay it forward, and uh, I want to help other entrepreneurs who have, um, you know, are struggling or maybe starting out. And uh, you know, and so that's that's what Mighty Wise is all about. That's why I write for Forbes and for Entrepreneur, and uh, that's you know the basis of um, the books that uh, that I write is is again to give back and to help entrepreneurs who are you know in the startup and struggling phase. Maybe talk about you talk about in your article about you know startups and 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 why they fail and so forth. Maybe uh, maybe maybe get in a little bit into that about maybe some some ways that uh, that the early companies can have a higher probability of success. Yeah, that's a great question, and I think you know the main problem that I see is that um, you know entrepreneurs, especially the ones just starting out, um, you know they. You know, the, the, at the end of the day, you and I do not get to decide whether our companies are successful or not. That, you know, that lies in the hands of the customer. And I think that, as Steve Blank would say, 
you know, you got to get out of the building and you got to get, um, you know, to the customers and you got to walk a thousand miles in their shoes and you got to really understand, you know, their pain points and their desires and their behaviors. And uh, without that initial understanding, you're going to have a real hard time getting, you know, getting validation and being able to build a business, um, you know, around uh, a solution that, that solves their problem. And I think that that's one of the, you know, I think that's one of the core things and fundamentals that I see that it's that's, that's missing with a lot of entrepreneurs who struggle and and uh, you know get uh, you know kind of get side off the road on what they're doing. Is it, Eric? Is it because they have trouble articulating their value proposition, or is it because they're not soliciting objective feedback, or or what do you think? You know. What do you think the benefit is of them getting out there and telling their story? Yeah, I think um, I think it starts the the genesis of it is that you have to understand um, your customer. You have to understand who your customer is. You need to understand what their pain is, you know, and and understanding them at their core, okay, inside their hearts and uh, and their behaviors and what they're trying to accomplish and their circumstance. If you understand that. Okay, then you can develop the right pro- value propositions, right? And you can develop the right messaging, which registers with them that is attractive, um, you know, that, that causes them to want to buy or want to participate in what you have to offer. But at the, at the end of the, or at the very beginning, it all starts with understanding your customer. And I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs who just, uh, quite frankly, they just don't understand the customer well enough to, uh, to even begin to develop a value proposition or a, you know, messaging around that value proposition. Go ahead, Jeff. Is there a framework or is there like a checklist of questions that when you're consulting and advising these entrepreneurs that you kind of mental checklist that you go through to determine whether or not they're failing at that really initial phase that you're talking about in terms of understanding their customer? Yeah, I think that um, it's funny because you know, it, it only takes about five minutes of a conversation to, um, you know, when I first meet an entrepreneur or talk to an entrepreneur to, you know, get an understanding of whether they have an understanding of who they're going after. And to have clarity around that is, you know, is, the, again, the genesis of, of everything. And uh, um, you can't even begin to start to, you know, go after uh, investors or, um um, you know, talk to uh, potential partners or anything unless you have a core understanding, again, of your of your customer. And, uh, you know, so I think that, um, um, you know, just really digging in. And, and I'll give you an example. Like one of the questions that I ask entrepreneurs when they come to me is I ask them what keeps them up in a, uh, at night in a cold sweat about their business. And probably half the answers I get back, and I receive thousands of emails all the time, um, half of them basically say, I don't have any money, um, you know, to start or grow my business. So it's something around being capital constrained. But if I dig in deeper, okay, the, the challenge really isn't that they don't have any money. Um, that's just a symptom of the true core disease. And the core disease is something is wrong with the core principles or core fundamentals of their business. They don't understand their customer. They don't understand what value they truly bring to the table. They don't you know, they don't have an idea of their of their business model and how they're going to make money. And once you address those core things, then the money, whether it's getting investment capital um, in and uh, and using that or you're, you know, selling your products and services and generating revenue that way, 
I mean, once you fix the core, then it tends to fix the money problem. Hey, um, Eric, tell me, in, in, I'm kind of leading you down a path here where when you meet an entrepreneur that, that, that when you give that presentation to them and then you talk to them about capital not being the problem, you know, how, how do they receive that news? How do they, see, how do they react when you, when you give them that news? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's funny because uh, probably about half of them look at you, and this is, you know, I, I love entrepreneurs. I want my purpose is to help entrepreneurs. But, the you know, helping entrepreneurs means that you sometimes have to speak the truth in love. And, you know, I half of them look at you like, you know, a deer in headlights. They just, they don't quite get it. And they just think like, okay, now what I really need is a check. I need someone to write me a check because I've got it all figured out. And it's like, well, actually, you know, you don't. And, you know, that's why you're having trouble raising money and you don't have any money is because, you know, it's, it's something fundamentally is broken with uh, your idea or your business. And we have to fix that first in order to move to the second, uh, you know, the second phase, which is really kind of a, you know, that's what an accelerator is for. That's what, uh, you know, incubators are for. That's what mentorship is for. I mean, that's, that's why those uh, organizations exist is to get people the, you know, entrepreneurs, the help that they need. Yeah, Eric, when you were when you first started out, um, how did you get that help? Was it was that some? Did you have a mentor? Did you join an organization? Just curious, what would kind of led you down that path? Yeah, it's, you know what? It's uh, when I started. Um, let's see, that was. I mean, my first real business. I talk about. You know, I started when I was fourteen, but you know that <laughs> that uh, right. I can't. You can't really call a lemonade stand. It wasn't a lemonade stand, but you can't really call that a true business. Um, but when I started, you know, in the eighties, um, with my first company, I mean, you did not have the resources that you have today. I mean, today is an unbelievable time for entrepreneurs to, you know, start businesses and you have, you know, because of technology and the ability to leverage, uh, the infrastructure of other, you know, organizations, I mean, you can get, you know, websites for cheap, you can, you can get on Amazon and get, uh, you know, data for, um, you know, to host data for cheap. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, very easy ways to get started. And there's a ton of resources out there, books, you know, people that are willing to give mentorship programs um, that just didn't exist in the, in the 1980s. And so um, I guess this is a long way of saying that in the very beginning, I didn't, I didn't really have a lot of help. I mean, I read whatever books I could. One of my, you know, business Bibles is, you know, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And, uh, that was kind of the genesis of me wanting to, you know, do my own thing. And, but, you know, today there's a lot more resources available um, versus when I started out uh, in the 1980s. Hey, tell me, we, we're, we're talking about accelerators. Can you t- let the audience know what, what is an accelerator? Yeah, uh, another great question. An accelerator is pretty much just what it says it is. It's, it's an organization that's uh, just in place to help new ventures, entrepreneurs get from basically point A to point B. It's, it's, and whatever point A to point B equals for on a case-by-case basis, what we're talking about is just growth, okay? And so just helping them to get from where they are now to, you know, and, and most accelerators have three to four weeks, sometimes six, six I'm sorry, three to um, four month programs, and uh, um, it's just kind of a, a quick shot, but it is you know, you're, when you come out of an accelerator, you should have a much better understanding of, again, who your customer is, what your value proposition is, have an understanding of your, 
your uh, you know your business model, how you're going to make money, and uh, you know be well on your way to um, continued growth. And, and so, so if you you're you're an entrepreneur, you're looking for some help and so forth, and you you find an accelerator. What would you ex- tell me? What you would expect from that? What, what what would you hope to get from that three or four months? Yeah, um, I, I think again, it depends. It's a case by case basis. So if you come in and you've got a brand new idea that um, you know is just kind of on the back of a napkin or something, and you're looking for you know, you don't really have an understanding of entrepreneurship. You don't understand, you know, the fundamentals of business. The the accelerator program is there to, you know, provide kind of the core principles of of entrepreneurship and business. The kind of like the craft of entrepreneurship. I think that this is another problem that I see um, people, you know, who want to become entrepreneurs is that you really don't understand that entrepreneurship itself is a craft and that they've got to learn how to be the best entrepreneur they can be. Not only, you know, not only do they need to excel at writing code or whatever it is that they're inventing, but they need to understand that there are certain processes, methodologies that um, uh, that are going to be very important to put into place as a new company. Um, you know, and that's basically the craft of entrepreneurship. So coming into an accelerator, you know, they will help you. You know, help teach you that, and so that you could get those core fundamentals. Also, the connections. Uh, good accelerators are going to have uh, great connections and be willing basically to open up their Rolodex um, because connections are, are extremely key. It's it's not, you know, just uh, it's not what we know. It's 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 who we know, and so connections and then basically a platform collaboration. I mean, just like what you guys are doing. I mean, the true, you know, kind of building a true community of entrepreneurs. That's critical. I mean, entrepreneurs need to be in collaboration uh, with other entrepreneurs that are peer group entrepreneurs and with, uh, you know, uh, mentorship-type level um, collaboration in order to give themselves the best chance of success. And the entrepreneurs who do not do that are, they're, they're really, um, it's hard enough as it is with those, uh, you know, with that network in place, but without it, uh, you can almost forget it. Well, we certainly agree with you on on that point, and that's really what the the second stage is about: is try to be a facilitator of that communication. Uh, and we're going to take another brief break. We'll be back shortly with our guest Eric Wagner, founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy, uh, to kind of continue exploring a little deeper on the benefits and challenges associated with uh, being a part of an accelerator. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways? Listen for Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind. With host Chris Cooper, you'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. These people are making a difference and will help give you the motivation and insight to achieve more. Be More, Achieve More can be heard live Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show, The Second Stage. This is our show, but it is a forum, so we're looking for input from you so that we can benefit from everyone's experience. Don't be shy. Please email us at thesecondstage@evolutioncp.com or following the show blog on our website at evolutioncp.com. We're back with our guest, Eric Wagner, founder and CEO of Mighty Wise Academy www.mightywisemedia.com, and I uh, wanted to kind of continue to explore the benefits and challenges associated with getting involved with an accelerator. Yeah, Eric, you talk about in your article uh, some some things that entrepreneurs need to expect. You know, obviously, you know, one being, you know, when that they're going to have to be ready to share, that they have to be ready to take on questions. Maybe kind of get into, you know, maybe the bright lights of uh, of entering, uh, you know, an accelerator. Yeah, I call it the bright lights of interrogation. And <laughs> I think that, you know, it's hard, you know, at, at the end of the day, you have to be ready to give an answer. So when an investor, when a customer asks you what you do, um, what your company is about, what value you provide, um, you know, you've got to have good answers for that. And, you know, when you go into an accelerator or you get into a mentorship program, if it's a safe environment, that's the time to basically say, you know what, I don't have all the answers. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, and this is, that's, this is where I need help. And that's, you know, I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs because we have to, and I am one. I mean, you know, it's hard because you don't want to look weak. You don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing in front of certain, you know, people um, because that can, you know, damage your reputation or hurt your, or hurt your reputation in front of your customers. But the, the flip side of that is that you have to be vulnerable you know, to in a safe environment. And that's what an accelerator can provide or the right mentorship, um, the right advisory network is that, you know, you can come to the table and go, okay, I do need help. I don't have all the answers. And, you know, be humble in that way because the, the entrepreneurs who are coachable and the most humble, um, they will, uh, they generally um, um, have the chance, the best chance for success. So that's the bright lights of interrogation is nothing more than, you know, somebody asking you hard questions, which is what they sh- their job is. My job as a mentor um, and a coach uh, is to ask an entrepreneur hard questions. And I know it makes them feel uncomfortable, but the reason I do that is because it helps them to, you know, figure out what the right answers are. And I and I expect uh, for not you know when you enter entrepreneurship or you get, you know it's it's pretty easy right I mean it's just one of those uh, it's like a it's like a eight hour a week day or eight hour eight hour a day day or forty hour a week day is that a serious question Yeah well I, I, I just was kind of leading you leading the, the thing about to you know obviously what to expect if you're if you're really going to start a business is it is it easy or you know or is this something that you're going to have to uh, work harder than you ever imagined you'd have to work Yeah I'll tell you what it's not easy. You know, at, at all, and it's not just the amount of time that it takes. You know, it's it's just it's a gut wrenching uh, experience. 
And, uh, um, you know, and I, like I said, I've done it multiple times over 30 plus years. So I've been up and down and, and all over the place. But, uh, anyone who tells you differently, you know, that entrepreneurship is easy and you should start your own company because it's easy. And, you know, here's a, here's a program that's going to get you, you know, nine days to your, you know, to your million dollar business. It's, it's a bunch of, you know, it's a bunch of baloney in my opinion. So, you know, um, you know, I've never interviewed or talked to a successful entrepreneur that hasn't just had to work their tail off. And, uh, you know, there's certain things you can do to mitigate that. You can, you know, make sure you understand what your core competencies are, what you're supposed to be working on versus what you're supposed to delegate or potentially eliminate. Um, you know, don't, don't be chasing multiple rabbits, you know, what I call chasing rabbits, and that you got too much going on, you're chasing too many customers. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to, to better manage your time but at the end of the day, you know, all of those things, I mean, it's still, it's hard work and it's not easy. We, we, before you got on, Jeff was moaning and crying about the fact that he was up to 423 uh, working on something for Evolution. And I just told him, you know, stop, stop crying. It's been nine years. You got about 20 more to go. So, <laughs> so he's, you know. hey, maybe talk a little bit about, and, and it's, it's fun to just, Jeff and I chuckle on your next point about, you know, how, how the startup may not look exactly, the, exactly like you thought it would when you, launched the, when you launched the business. Yeah, and I've never seen one that, that does. I mean, I think that, I mean, look at what Mark did with Facebook, right? He, I mean, his original goal was to just cure some lonely hearts at Harvard University, right? That's it. Okay. And so that is um, a complete opposite of what it is today, right? And I think that that's one of the things, it's, it's like the, um, the quote that, you know, it, we need to fall in love with uh, what we do but not fall in love with how we do it. So, for an example, I am in love with serving entrepreneurs. My purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to build great companies, right? But if I fall in love with how I do it, okay, if I write a book, if I say, well, I'm going to write 20 books over 10 years, and that's how I'm going to serve, and I start writing books, and no one buys them, and nobody cares, and I can't write, then, you know, I can't be in love with that that way of serving entrepreneurs. I have to pivot. I have to figure out another way that's going to fit better with my core competencies and, uh, and match what, what the customer is wanting. So I think that that's, that's why you see and should expect that, you know, if, if, if you first have an idea, you know, the way that you think that's going to take place or be executed is not, you know, it's not going to, uh, that's not going to be a reality. He, um, you know, and just to, I, I, I do like uh, later on in the article it talks about the you know kind of three questions an entrepreneur can ask themselves you know when they're considering a, an accelerator and so forth and I think most entrepreneurs think it's all about capital and maybe maybe kind of go through those you know the three questions you discuss in the article I think it was uh, you know it's something that entrepreneurs have to have to consider. Yeah, I think that I, I think you're right. First of all, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs look at uh, accelerators, uh, incubators, uh, programs. Uh, VC, you know, uh, meetups or VCs, angels, any, anywhere where they can get, you know, capital. Well, first of all, they're, you know, the, they're kind of like we talked about earlier, they're misguided in their belief that that's all they need to solve their problem. Okay. So that's the first thing is the wake up call, slap across the face, like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, is there something wrong here with my business? Is there something, you know, do I have validation, business model proof? Am I even onto something or not? So, um, that's the first question because an accelerator, you know, accelerators, some of them write checks, others don't. I mean, it's, it's a wide range of, 
you know, different scenarios depending on the accelerator that you go into. But accelerators, um, they're not really there to write you a check. What they're there for is to help you, you know, get fundable, right? And the way you get fundable, if that's what you need is money to grow, okay, is you need to have an under, you know, a, a deep understanding of your core principles. You need to have traction. You need to have business model proof. You need to have customer validation that you're on the right track. And that's what the job of accelerators, you know, are. And if, if there's some seed money that needs to take place or, you know, a few thousand dollars here and there, you know, take a trip somewhere and meet a customer or something, I mean, that's, you know, that's all just kind of seed money. But at the end of the day, I mean, the job of an accelerator is to really get you more uh, fundable. And then talk about, you know, the, the difference between, you know, building a company and launching a startup. Because that's, uh, you know, it's something that we, it's funny when we, when we talk to entrepreneurs, we're asking, what do you, what do you want out of this? And there's a blank stare back sometimes. Yeah. I think that we have to, we all have to ask ourselves if we're going to start something new, especially a company, is what is the end goal? What, what are we, what are we trying to accomplish? What is, what is our ideal life? What is our purpose? And, you know, when you answer those questions, um, that, you know, that creates a, a real, it gives you a real purpose, a real mission, and a real vision. And the entrepreneurs that really reach, you know, incredible success, uh, they are driven by a passion for their purpose. It's not about the money. It's not about just starting up a business just to start a business. Because here's the thing. It is hard, okay? It is going to be, there's going to be days where you wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't even do it one more day. This is it. I'm done. I'm just toast. And, but what keeps you going is if you have a higher purpose, if you have, if you're trying to build a company that is changing lives, that means something that is trying to change the world, right? That will get you up out of bed, right? Just, you know, wanting to start a startup or try a startup just for the sake of, you know, trying or wanting to do a startup that's not going to keep you going when it, when the going gets tough. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Obviously, you have a new book coming out. Um, love to know, uh, maybe give us a, a little bit of what to expect from it and, and, and why you decided to write about it. Walk yeah, Through thanks. Fire, How to Rise Up, Face the Inferno, and Build the Business of Your Dreams. <laughs> yeah. So um, the book is kind of a uh, – it's a, it's a book that an entrepreneur is meant to keep with them. Uh, on their desk, uh, on their nightstand, uh, every day. Every day it's got a um, every day of the year, 365 days. It's got a, a top line quote from uh, a, a business person or someone um, you know famous. And I dive into the commentary and, and how a person can implement that or, or uh, in their life. So it's really a combination of inspiration and wisdom because really it is it's a 365 day year walk. It is walking through fire, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur. And so that's. You know, that's that's kind of what the book's about. When uh, when when we expect to be able to uh, to read it? Yeah, thank you. The the first uh, the release date is set for uh, December second. Um, I think we're getting we're lining up some advanced copies uh, beforehand, uh, a couple weeks beforehand, so mid November. And uh, I'll actually I'll make sure right down to send you guys a copy so you guys have it. And uh, I would love that. Um, yeah, so that uh, you know. So Jeff can, uh, when he gets up at uh, 4.43 in the morning to do something, he can, he can grab the Walk Through Fire book and leaf to that day, and he can get, like, inspired to, like, keep pressing on. 
It's well, good. He it, needs it. It's actually, oh. it's actually, I do need it. It's actually interesting because we uh, we have a book club here at Evolution where it pushes all of us here at to, at Evolution to stay fresh on what's on the entrepreneur, small business owner's mind. And books like this are great because it gets us reading books and and we can promote books and and uh, suggest that folks that we talk to uh, read read these books as well. Yeah, that, and, that's great. And that's December second is perfect for the holiday season too. That's that's perfect timing, Eric. Yeah, the uh, uh, books are um, books are key. I mean, any entrepreneur who does not read is uh, I I would say that. Um, well, I'll just here I'll let Jim Rohn, the the infamous Jim Rohn, sum it up right here. Okay, this is his quote: "Rich people have big libraries, poor people have big TVs." <laughs> what if you have a big TV and you wanted a big library? Would that be okay? Because I know, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Well, probably when Jim Rohn said that, that was probably in the days of like you know you couldn't get a you know sixty inch TV for a grand or whatever you know. So you know, one yeah. thing, Eric, I see Jeff doing his little motion that he's. he's uh, but uh, w- one of the things that we le- literally, if we if we're talking to an entrepreneur and while while they're on the phone with us talking about their business, they talk about. About the books they've read, they talk about what you know, how they've actually take you know done something actionable with that, with that advice or with that with that concept. It, it does raise them to the top of the stack. I mean, it, because we you know we, we use the term evolutionary leaders because we like to use the word evolutionary and everything. But um, you know, it, it really does it categorizes them as learners, people that are out there trying to figure out a better way to to uh, to run their business. So it's yeah. it's it's big. And Eric, you had said earlier that Think and Grow Rich was a book that really resonated with you. What what about that book is so uh, important to you? Yeah, you know that's a um, that's a great question, and I, I you know admittedly it's been uh, it's been a few years since I read it because it, it really I started reading it when I was uh, a teenager and uh, kind of became my you know my bible and just I think you know to to rise above the. Um, you know, to just rise above and be able to to do something great, and that's what you know. I wanted to figure out like how you can build something great. How can you be great as a person? How can you, you know, live a life that is, you know, really worth living? And that at the end of the day, you know, on your tombstone when you when we pass from this earth, that, that you can look back and be proud of what's written on there. That you really made a difference in the, in the lives of others and had a, had a big impact on people. And that's, that's the, I think, the most attractive thing to, uh, you know, to that book and, and why I really latched onto it as a teenager. Well, Eric, we want to thank you for being on our show. Uh, this has been fun having a uh, very experienced entrepreneur on here and somebody that has really uh, had such a great experience being an entrepreneur. This is something that Brennan and I talk and write about all the time uh, and understands the benefits of entrepreneurship that has taken the time, as you said, to pay it forward and uh, and help other entrepreneurs go down that path. So glad to have you on the show. I want to remind everyone everybody that uh, Eric's book, Walk Through Fire, How to Rise Up, Face the Inferno, and Build the Business of Your Dreams will be coming out December uh, 2nd. And I encourage you all to uh, pick it up because I know that we will and we'll review it here at Evolution. Uh, With that, we're going to thank you again, Eric, and we're going to pause for a short break and we'll be back to talk about um, 
uh, accelerators and uh, share some concluding thoughts about today's topics. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. I want to thank all of our listeners for uh, tuning into the second stage, a show about small business best practices. And, um, you know, I love talking to people like Eric because he, he has such an appreciation and understanding for what entrepreneurship can do for not only the person, uh, but the, the community uh, and, and uh, really the economic impact of, of what entrepreneurship is all about. I think what's what's neat about people like Eric is is that they you know, have had some entrepreneurial success that they are obviously grateful for uh, things that they've been able to learn and people that have helped them out and, and that they've decided that that you know that helping other people is uh, is a pretty important piece of the of the puzzle and and in you know as we talk about regularly if if you can help an entrepreneur get going you're actually you know you're you're actually helping lots of people because hopefully that that person goes on to not only hire and grow and 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 you know make a true impact on their lives uh, but also teach them the same things right so it's, it really is a pay it forward that should continue for quite some time 
Right. And and right there uh, towards the end, uh, not that this is the only important thing that he said, he said many important things, but something that just caught my attention at the very end was, you know, having a passion uh, for their purpose or a higher purpose. And as you and I well know, uh, you don't get paid uh, for the amount of time, energy, effort, blood, sweat, tears, and all that sort of stuff as you're going through these initial stages of entrepreneurship. It really has to be something bigger than yourself that you're fighting for. And I think that you and I feel the same way about evolution, that it is uh, what we're participating in uh, is much bigger than ourselves and something that we want to be a part of because we're passionate about it. Which and is think, <laughs> passion for possibilities. Hey, um, but, but Jeff, I, I do want to point out. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs that are you know in the, on that daily treadmill that we like to talk about. You know, they look at this concept of finding this higher purpose, and it's just like it's so beyond them so far. And my advice to the entrepreneurs that we talked to last week was really start small. I mean, your your, your purpose doesn't have to be to take over the world on on that first that first go round. Your you know um, you know the, the purpose can be something as small as let's get this business financially stable and it, which doesn't sound like a great purpose it doesn't sound like something that can that can unite the world but it does it gets you to the next point where you can start um, you know you can you can start making the the bigger decisions and and so you know what does that mean and and you know and I guess I'm gonna jump to the pillars if you make a comment like and you tell all of your people we this business has got to be stable you, then you have to share information right you have to sh- you have to explain to them what that means you have to teach them and and I joke you know you know this is one of my favorite stories that you know when 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 I made a, a dumb business decision with Stam before we started Evolution, uh, you know, one of my I communicated to the people, look, we need to we need to get out of debt and, and we need to we need to make this transition. And our monthly reward was, you know, getting one step closer. You know, and so we'd set up a goal to get out of debt in 36 months. And you know, and and and, and the big ex, the big exciting thing was that when we could we could wipe two months out, right? You go from 36 to 35, and oh my God, if you get to 32, that'd be fantastic. And and believe it or not, that does help build loyalty because then at the end of the 36 months, or you know, in this case, it was less than that. You can then decide how you're going to you know impact the business and those people farther. And it's uh, so I, I guess the the point being and the point of the story is it doesn't have to be we're going to change the world as your first plan, your first purpose, right? But it it can keep evolving, and once you find it, it's a wonderful aha moment. Yeah, no, I think that that's very, very good advice. I think you one of the first key things about entrepreneurship that you learn very, very fast is is you have to set achievable goals, um, and um, and sometimes those even those minor goals can be very dear uh, challenges to to achieve. And there is something instructive, as one of our advisors said to me uh, previously, about going around getting your ass kicked. Uh, because you learn fast, and and as we were developing evolution, you know we were we were evolving very 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 quickly because we were reaching out constantly trying to learn, and now we're still evolving, but the evolution is a little bit slower because we've learned a lot of lessons. Well, and and I, and I remember 
you know, you know, the reason I ask uh, Eric about, you know, what, what's it like when the entrepreneur, when you tell them the bad news or in, in what, what do their faces tell you? And you and I see this every day when we talk to entrepreneurs. And I remember when, when the first people I approached about my first business idea looked at me and I was mad, I was mad at them. And then I, and then, you know, because you're like, there's no way they, they can't give me the money. There's no way they can't do this. And then you start pulling back, doing some, you know, kind of, you know, kind of doing a, some real, uh, analysis of the situation. You say, you know what? They're right. I do have to fix these problems with yep. my plan. So that's exactly right. You know, we always look back six months, you know, before and what we were saying we thought was brilliant and now we think it's it's ridiculous. So anyway, Brendan, I want some passion. Give me some passion. You said you had something for me. Yeah, I, I it's uh, it's 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 fantastic, Jeff. It's a uh, passion for possibilities. Let's let's accelerate to escalate. <laughs> what do you think? Hey, I'm buying it because I couldn't I couldn't do that. I, I admire your talent because I don't have it. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. We hope that you've come uh, come away with some good uh, good things to think about and some action items. Uh, we're on every Monday at 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And remember, we want you to have passion for possibilities. Think about what your business could be and not what it is today. And we're signing off here at the second stage. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Second Stage. Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week. Music.